For too long, many in our industry have approached education like it's a one-way street. They're teaching, we're learning. At the Resilience Think Tank, we believe that we can all learn and teach. It's what we call horizontal learning. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 102 of the Resilient Journey podcast, presented by the Resilience Think Tank. I'm your host, Mark Hoffman, and this week I'm joined by my colleagues and fellow managing partners of the Resilience Think Tank, Lisa Jones, Milena Menova, and James Green. On this week's episode, we're talking about membership. And in case you hadn't heard, the Resilience Think Tank is offering membership. And in this week's episode, you'll learn what we're offering and why collaboration and horizontal learning are at the heart of what we do. Listen as we talk about crowdsourcing, webinars, and workshops. We're building a community, and we'd love for you to join us. I'm joined this week on the podcast by my friends from the Resilience Think Tank. Hey, everyone. Hello. Hey, Mark. So, James, I'm going to come to you first. A couple of weeks ago, early September, the Resilience Think Tank um, had a big announcement about membership. Talk about that and why the Resilience Think Tank uh, decided to start offering membership. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the key aspects to me and I think to the groups when you think about the word resilience is community. You can't be resilient by yourself. You can't be resilient on an island. You need a a community of people with you. And that's why it was so important for us that we opened up membership to the Resilience Think Tank. Mark, as you always say, uh, you are the Resilience Think Tank when you're a member. And that's 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 our goal here is that our members, our community are the think tank. They are our community. It helps us all become more resilient as we learn from each other and, and leverage each other's experiences. Yeah, I, I love that uh, you're... you're- hmm thing about community. I mean, just the four of us, the way we were able to get to this point, the resilience think tank is about community. Mark reached out to us to start this crazy thing called called the resilience think tank, which was pinned by James. And now we want to, we want to share that community with our industry. So I'm looking forward to what we can, of how this will uh, ultimately uh, flourish and help and help professionals. I like that. One of the things that it's demonstrated here too is just the diversity of thought, even just among the four of us, but, you know, start to think about the power that could come from, you know, as we add uh, exponentially members from all over the world, different backgrounds, different points of view, it's going to be really interesting. Hey, Melina, I want to come to you next. And what are the, the, maybe some of the tools or some of the features that the Resilience Think Tank is offering as part of the membership? Yes, it's so exciting. We are super excited to obviously launch our membership. We have different tiers. We welcome anyone who is a student or recent graduate to join our first tier um, where they can actually learn and be mentored, you know, from other resilience professionals. We have the next tier, which is called an advocate, uh, where people can come together and promote, you know, what we do in the risk and resilience space. 
Then we have the next year, which is Top Leadership, uh, which is a really exciting year because you can actually contribute to the profession. You can contribute by writing different content, by participating. And obviously, you can be part of the fantastic RTT Crowdsource, which is a fantastic group of and, and a forum which uh, allows you to collaborate. Um, and the last year we offer is um, a, a founding member. At the moment, that is obviously by invitation only, but we are open to people submitting uh, why they believe they can be a great founding member because the Resilience Think Tank is all about our colleagues. So it's all about that community that we offer. So we welcome people who can contribute to our strategy because the Resilience Think Tank is essentially the community uh, and the future of of this space. We have fantastic number of workshops that we offer throughout the year and we have webinars and we have fantastic content that is full of um, different blogs, interviews um, and etc. So we welcome um, members to join the, Re the Resilience Think Tank community and help us to shape the future of resilience. You, you talked about founding members there, and I want to jump on that for just a minute. What, what are you looking for uh, if someone is interested in, in being a founding member? That's a great question. Um, founding members, we look for them to contribute for at least two years um, of their time. They will receive the title founding member for life, which is a fantastic opportunity to express their thought leadership in the space and in the same time help us to grow our community, to build that future and to essentially uh, support our mission statement. So we look for people who align to that. We look for diversity of thought and help, you know, the younger people and, and the newcomers in this industry to uh, succeed. I also want to add there, you know, you don't have to be a baby boomer to be a founding member. I don't, we don't are necessarily looking for someone with 48 years of experience. For me, it's are you passionate about resilience? Are you passionate about our industry? Yeah, I, I really like that. I was on a call with uh, a client yesterday and we had a new person. It was a regular standing call. We had a new person join the meeting and somebody I didn't know. And it turned out it was uh, an intern. And Melina mentioned the the student membership tier for us. And it's, uh, it's $25, uh, which is very, very affordable. Lisa, talk about the benefits of like maybe an intern or or, or a student uh, joining the resilience think tank just at the beginning of their career. What well, what I think is very helpful, and as all of us in this on this conversation, as well as most of our uh, listeners understand, is that this re this profession, this resilience profession, is not something that is taught in college. Um, it's not something that you necessarily will be exposed to. So what we what we want to do is be that conduit for people that are looking for something new. Some what is a career that can take your fundamentals, uh, the, your soft skills that you have. So being in this industry is more more about how you communicate to others. You know, do you have a, a program management background? Are you very analytical? Uh, those things work well in our industry. It's less about the fundamentals of can you do a write a plan or can you do a perform a BIA. Those are things that can be taught, and unfortunately, those things are not taught at the college level. Yes, you can get certification in those things, but ultimately, when we look at our entry level positions or jobs, 
in business continu continuity, they need that experience. And what better way as a student who's trying to figure out what, is the, what lane they want to fall into, uh, why not expose them to all of our, uh, all the different uh, expertise that we have in our industry, whether it's cyber cybersecurity, crisis management, emergency management, maybe it's incident management, maybe it's just, uh, you know, supply chain uh, vendor or third party planning. Those are things that, like I said, are not necessarily taught in, in school, but having that expertise right in the room is something I think is very valuable. Also remember that not only are we offering this uh, student rate, we also are offering a special discount for any active military. Um, again, the skills that our military learn are transferable to what the BC resilient space is. So we are looking forward to uh, providing, again, another bridge for people with experience to understand what the, our profession is, as well as give them a leg up and, and, uh, and leverage uh, for their James, one of the things that Malena mentioned earlier about some of the features that are offered by the Resilience Think Tank is workshops. Talk a little bit about workshops and what we're trying to accomplish there. Yeah, workshops are so important because it's, you know, in our profession or any profession, you have to, in order to be able to grow, you have to learn. So what are ways that we can learn? We can go to conferences, uh, which are usually prohibitively expensive for a lot of people, if you're in the early part of your career and you ask your boss, can I have $15,000 in a week off to go to a conference? The answer is no. If you're in a part of the world where you have to travel, hey, can I get a plane ticket to the other side of the world? The answer is no. So we have to make sure that we're always learning in our profession. Webinars don't often offer a long enough time to do a deep dive in a, in a meaningful topic. And that's where our workshops come in. And that's to me, why they're so critically important. It allows us and our members to spend time doing a deep dive on an important aspect that's going to help grow their career and help make them successful as a resilience professional. Also, just really quickly, also, I just see that a way just to, to piggyback on what James said. It's a way of bringing the conference to you. Um, it's almost like a mini conference in a sense, or if you have a one a one day event, um, it. So it doesn't take too much time out of your day with the travel, with the expenses, but giving you that the two hour or three hour workshop experience, I think is helpful for, for people who want to learn as well as continuing ed credits for when you have certifications, you need that, you need those points or credits uh, to keep your certifications. You know, all of us have presented a number of times at various conferences. I mean, we're conference level speakers, but when it comes to uh, the webinars, we're also bringing in other people who are conference level speakers. So James, to your point, it is the best of both worlds. You still get that high level content, but without the cost of going to, to the conference. And, you know, one of the things someone said to me earlier this week was conferences are fine, but it's like a quick hit and then you, you move away from it. What they told me they liked about the Resilience Think Tank is continuous access to improvement. It's not a quick hit. And then you go back to a flat line. It's continuous access to improvement. I want to thank my new friend, Stephanie, for throwing that one at me. Melina, a minute ago, I um, mentioned webinars. Talk a little bit about uh, some of the offerings and, and what we're trying to accomplish with the webinars. 
Absolutely. Um, webinars are a great way to discuss, you know, relevant topics in our industry. Bringing to you um, these webinars is really discussing those relevant topics. So what is important to you? What do you want to talk to us about? We have monthly free se sessions, you know, ask me anything where you can join us. They're not recorded. So we encourage active and confidential, of course, participation uh, to those webinars. We also bring different um, viewpoints from, as Mark mentioned, you know, different industry speakers on key topics in the cyber resilience space, in AI, in technology, in supply chain, and etc. So we have a fantastic lineup of topics and speakers that we want to bring to you. So um, having those webinars will be a fantastic way of enriching your experience and and learning continually continuously learning as well lisa melana just mentioned the ask me anything sessions that's just one of the ways that we can collaborate so start with how ask me anything sessions are are part of the collaboration uh you know of being part of the resilience think tank and then also maybe expand on some of the other ways we can collaborate you know i was just about to jump in i'm so glad you gave me that permission so uh <laughs> it's <laughs> So the Ask Me Anything uh, sessions that we have are huge. I mean, I don't see any, and I'm not throwing shade because I love my resilience community. I don't see any other organizations offering uh, a, a time to really uh, dive in with us to ask us anything, as well as leaning on our community to provide uh, guidance and feedback, particularly when you and particularly when you are a team of one, which we know many. Many organizations only have one or two people running their resilience program. Also, when you have a limited budget, where are you going to find information about the latest trends, about how someone implemented something in their organization and get great feedback of whether it works or not? That's a perfect opportunity uh, to be able to ask questions, not only just to us, but everyone else who's on that call during that day and get connected. That's one thing that you get from conferences is that connection, that networking piece. Another thing that we are that we are offering is one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching. So depending what level or tier of membership that you can have, you can get an hour one-on-one -on -one coaching with any one of us uh, to help you either talk, whether it's talking through uh, how you're going to implement something, whether you need guidance on, hey, I've never spoke at a conference or I want to put together a presentation. What are some of the things that I should do? How can I practice? What are the tips to get uh, to get published or uh, any of those things? I mean, all of us had to learn on the fly. Uh, how do you get uh, picked or chosen for conferences? For me, I didn't even know there was an opportunity to speak at a conference until I had a manager that said, in order for you to uh, attend a conference, you need to you need to present. And I was like, I didn't know how that that works. So some people don't know that. So we want to be able to share that information. But also talking about the webinars and articles and uh, and even the workshops, we are allowing our community to participate. So if you have a special if you have a, a, a hot nut for a topic that you want to talk about, by all means, let us know and they can and we'll give you an opportunity to present or, hey, I want to really talk about, I don't know, AI or I really want to talk about, uh, you know, proving something. We can connect you with people that have that expertise. Hmm. That that coaching is so powerful to help grow your career. I couldn't even get an hour of Lisa's time at DRJ Fall. Yeah. So the <laughs> fact that one of our members gets an hour of her time, I might have to create a membership under my cat's name. 
just to get on, on her calendar. Yes, you you will. <laughs> James, we talk a lot about um, the values of the Resilience Think Tank and what we stand for. Um, and there are a number of things, but uh, pick one that jumps out at you. And then, Melina and Lisa, I'm going to ask you the same question. I mean, you, we talk a lot about diversity of thought, and that's not a marketing slogan. And that's that's very important to me. You look at the makeup of the founders of the think tank, there's diversity of thought embedded in what we do. Um, everything we do, there's there's more than one voice attached to it. And that's, that's so important because I think that's a really underserved aspect of our community. And I, and there's, there's a, there's a conference that just released their lineup, uh, next month. And, um, let's just say diversity of thought is not represented and it wasn't even considered. Uh, people think of these things after the fact when it's, it's too late. And I love how the think tank, you know, we are very focused on, diversity of people's backgrounds, where they're from, where they're at in their career, what they bring to the table, the topics that they're they're passionate about. That's that's one of the things that I'm most proud of that we've we've built so far. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that. Melina, what jumps out at you? First of all, I want to say how excited I am about collaborating in a forum like this. Uh, I mean, the think tank has been a great journey so far, you know, ever since we started and um, I think bringing people on board is going to just make the community grow because end of the day, we are building the future of resilience and we're shaping how tomorrow will look like. And that that's what really excites me. Um, you know, our mission is really to be an ally, um, is to promote diversity, as James said, and is to champion the teams of one, as Lisa alluded earlier. Uh, we are uh, striving to be uh, independent from different vendors and we're product neutral. Um, we love staying relevant. We love focusing on what's, um, you know, in, in, in our industry uh, at this very moment and what challenges us. Um, and we love to think about the future. Um, and the final and most important thing is obviously we offer that mentoring and coaching on a global scale. Um, so, I just love our mission statement, and I hope that um, our members who join the Resilience Think Tank community support that as well and help us to um, enhance the profession. So, Lisa, over to you. I want to give you a chance to talk about something that was a big topic uh, when we met with people at DRJ Fall. We talked about this whole idea of collaborating and learning from each other, or what we're starting to call horizontal learning. Talk about that and, and why that's so exciting. Yes, so when we look at whether it's whether it's best practices, standards, regulations, all those things that we are taught as fundamentals of business continuity, we find that the the way that we are uh, presented that information is very vertical. So it's when we talk about vertical learning, it's this information is being sent to us, but the horizontal learning is how are we taking that information and applying it to our organizations or applying it to uh growing our careers. And what we we love is that horizontal learning, that collaboration where we bring our community together to, to discuss a topic. Let's take an example, a BIA. If we take the, the best practice of a BIA, okay, yes, in theory, this is what a BIA should look like. This is how, and this is how it's implemented. This is how we learn that from the fundamentals, that horizontal learning to say, okay, community, I understand this is 
best practice for and I understand this is how it's implemented, but truly, how are you doing that? And how do I shape this for my organization? Or what are some of the wins that you did when you did your BIA um, that makes sense? Or what didn't work for your organization? What are some of the pitfalls that I should 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 avoid when doing a BIA? Something as simple as that. And when you don't, again, when it goes back to when you don't have that expertise to ask that question outside of putting of posting on LinkedIn, hey, somebody give me, a, I have a question about BIA. This is a, a safe space to do that. So I this is what we're going space. to space. Yeah, I love that. Especially for our, our collaboration streams that we have within within our the website where you can actually say, I have a plan, you know, redact the information from your organization, but here's how I do my plans. Any feedback on, do you think this makes sense? Or what are some things that I can do to improve my plan? So it's, it, outside of using AI to do it, you're actually getting real people to answer your questions. <laughs> I like that. James, how do people sign up, become members of the Resilience Think Tank? Uh, they can go to resiliencethinktank.com. We are also on every social media platform, Smoke Signal. You want to get in touch with us, we're, <laughs> we're available pretty much 24-7 between the group. I've been uh, quoting a lot of different people this week. <clears throat> um Sometimes well, sometimes not so well. I'm going to add one more quote. So uh, for those of you outside of North America, this might not resonate, but there is a huge uh, college football coach uh, in the U.S., a guy who played in the NFL. His name is Deion Sanders. And uh, I'm going to steal his quote and say to the resilience industry, we coming. You're going to hear about us. We're not going anywhere. We're going to be around. We want to collaborate. We want to work with you. And we want to learn from you. And we want to learn from each other. And we hope that you'll join us. Melina, Lisa, James, thanks for doing this. I appreciate you being here. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. I want to thank James, Lisa, and Melina for joining me. And would invite you to go to resiliencethinktank.com slash membership to learn more about joining us in the community. Remember, when you join the Resilience Think Tank, you're not a part of it. You are the Resilience Think Tank. The Resilient Journey podcast is a Resilience Think Tank production. I'd like to invite you back next week when my guest will be Shane Matthew. And we're going to talk about AI. And uh, Shane's got a very interesting quote, which will be the heart of our conversation. So join us, won't you, as we continue our resilient journey. <laughs>